whatever really happened to dudes calling each other best friends? Dave and John grew up in the 80s in New Jersey, and they did everything together. They were the quintessential best friends until they became teenagers and Dave moved away. Fast forward to today, and these two 40-somethings reconnected and decided to not only be besties again, but to put on a podcast and share their reunion with anyone who will listen. Welcome to Fat, Dumb, and Happy. Welcome back, y'all, to another episode of Fat, Dumb, and Happy. I am Dave, your host for this episode, and you know I've got the man, the myth, the legend, my bro host, John. How you doing, man? What's going on, everybody? Excited for this episode. Yes. Also with us is the expertist of special guest experts, Ben. How's it going, bro? (laughs) Doing great. Thanks. Awesome. Awesome. So, hey, this just happens to be our 13th topic on the podcast, which is cool because we've gotten to the teens. You know, we've done that many different topics. And today we just happen to be talking about life as a teenager. You know, we all can relate to the excitement, the growth, the awkwardness, the anticipation of the future that we experienced as teenagers. So it's super relatable. We're going to have a blast tonight as we take a stroll down memory lane, and we'll laugh and learn some things along the way as well. So we're excited. Here with us to laugh, share, and help us learn is my sister, Sue. How are you doing tonight, Sue? I'm doing great. Excited to be here. Awesome. So glad to have you on the show for sure. So all of us here knows, but can you kind of explain to the listeners why you are an expert on life as a teenager? (laughs) I don't know that I'm an expert, but I was a teenager when you guys were born. <laughs> and I actually worked. <laughs> That's true. And I and I've done foster care, I've raised six boys, and I am currently going to school to be a clinical mental health counselor and working at a residential treatment center for teenage boys. So not awesome. an expert, yes. but that's my experience. No, that is. You're totally an expert. Plus, you rocked it as a teenager. We know. We looked up to you. <laughs> Even though we were babies? No, we weren't babies. Yeah. (laughs) That's awesome. No, we're super excited to have you on the show. Thank you for joining us for sure. So I'm going to kick it over to Ben for the food part of the show. All right. We just love the food part. And today what I have, it's kind of hard to figure out for teenager stuff, but I got a can of Pringles chips. I was looking for the the pizza one, dude. I don't know why as a kid, I thought that was amazing. I thought it was like yes. gourmet chips. <laughs> <laughs> Nowadays, yes. I'm like, eh, it's not even that good. But back in the day, it was like, that was something we never had in the house. It was something like a special treat you could have maybe at somebody else's house, <laughs> you know? Yes. Or save up money for it to get myself. But uh, the pizza but, Pringles. Yeah, the pizza Pringles. So I'm going to take one right now. And uh, Dave, what do you got there? Okay, so uh, first of all, pizza Pringles, I, I don't know. I haven't had them in a long time, but I did love them. Do you guys remember the pizza combos? I was yes. just going to say that. Yes. <laughs> yes, man. The pizza combos were money, too, for sure. I love those. Dude, things. I haven't seen those in ages, so I would have done something like that, but I haven't seen them, man. 
Yeah, yeah. It's like, do they still make them? It's kind of like a duplex. So you remember duplex, right? Oh my gosh, my favorite movie. Yeah. What did that happen? And they, and they bust out the bugles and he's like, do they still make these? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, all right. So I picked cinnamon toast crunch cereal and let me explain why. So there was a point when I think I was like 16 and mom got a case of cinnamon toast crunch cereal. So there were like, I don't know, 12 boxes of that cereal. And me and a couple of my buddies like each grabbed our own box and we just like ate cinnamon toast crunch like all night at a sleepover. And I think we each grabbed um, an orange soda, like a two liter. And so I also have some orange soda with me as well. And it's like so terrible, like so terrible for you. And it's just so teenagery, you know, um, Ben, you, you said you had a hard time picking one. I had a hard time because there were so many things. Like I used to love Totino's party pizzas. You know, we used to grab cans of chili all the time. They were just in the pantry, like whatever we could eat, we would dive into for sure. Big yeah. eaters for sure. Yeah. Yeah, man. We were like locusts. <laughs> all right. So uh, Sue, how about you? What did you pick for tonight? Well, I wanted to get powdered hostess donuts and chocolate milk because that's what I used to have at high school for lunch every day. But they didn't have any, so I got the donut crunchy kinds. They're okay. The crumbles? No, it's like, it's called donut mini crunch. And they kind of look like the ones, if you remember, Entenmann's, which is actually like, I should have gotten those, but they don't sell them anywhere around here. Okay. You guys remember those? Yeah, no, Entenmann's for sure. before your time, so. <laughs> I don't know what I'm talking <laughs> no, about. No, I remember Entenmann's. Okay. <laughs> what I remember about Enemans is that they were so good in New Jersey, like so good. And then we moved to Colorado and I found one somewhere and it just was like, what the heck? This is a ripoff. This is not Entenmann's. Like it didn't taste the same <laughs> yeah. at all. I don't yeah. know if yeah. it's just like they shipped it across the country and it was like a week old or something. Or I don't know what it was. Maybe they have just a different factory was making it there, but it did not box. taste the same at all. It did it not. And I was like so disappointed. Yeah. Just like pizza and bagels. Like, I'm like, I'm good out of Jersey. Jersey's <laughs> the best. So what I remember from Entenmann's was, I mean, they make all kinds of donuts and other like pastries even and stuff. But the favorite one that I liked from Entenmann's were the donuts that had like the, they looked like rabbit pellets on top. Do you guys remember yes. those ones? Yes. Yes. <laughs> That's the closest thing to these. Yeah. Those were so good. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> all right, John, what about you, man? All right, so now I found this kind of more like Ben. Like I was like, you know, what the heck did I eat back then? Couldn't even remember. And first of all, Sue, the fact that you had donuts and chocolate milk for lunch every day—that's a little worrisome. But what did I have? <laughs> oh yeah, so I was like, you know, what did I have? I was actually gonna grab a YooHoo, but the other thing I was gonna grab was a Jolt soda. Remember the Jolt? Oh man, Jolt! <laughs> yeah, I am actually eating a turkey sandwich with Lay's potato chips on it. So, oh, nice. Yeah, yeah, you get the little crunch in there. I'm good to go. Heck yeah, man. No, there were so many things. I mean, like food at the mall, school lunches, and just eating whatever we could find in the house, like I said. All right, so growing up as a teenager is difficult, right? It wasn't at times one of the most pleasant things. We went through a lot of changes, everything like that. So we're going to talk a little bit about some of that stuff, you know, about, about growing up and, and how it was different for each of us and kind of the different views we have on it. Definitely a lot to cover here, so let's just get into it. Socially, probably one of the worst things ever, pimples, right? Acne. Pimples, yep. Was that ever a huge problem for you guys or no? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Not, like, you, Sue? No, I was pretty lucky. I've had good skin. Oh, man, yeah. Oh, man, you lucked yeah. out. Till now, now I have elephant skin. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, it's just it's one of those things where you're just like, oh my gosh, it's the worst. It's like the end of your world when you got bad skin as a teenager. And I felt like whenever I had it, it was like right on my nose too. I felt like Rudolph, like for real. Like, yeah, was, man, I hated that. Yeah, like, where can I make it the most noticeable on your face? And it's like, <laughs> yeah. What's the most convenient timing for you? And that's when it would happen. So <laughs> right up there with that is the voice changes. Like your voice cracks at the most inopportune time possible, right? <laughs> and uh, did you guys ever remember going through any major like growth spurts or stretch marks or anything like that? I can't remember like the exact years that I had growth spurts, like, but I do remember like hoping for it, you know, when other people were growing and I wanted to get taller. And then, you know, like the stretch marks and stuff like that, and just feeling that awkwardness, I guess, too, like just as I got taller. And like the voice changing, the, I don't know, the lanky awkwardness, I guess, when I did get bigger too. Uh, for me though, like it was also facial hair. I was like one of the couple of kids that started growing a mustache before everybody else kind of thing. <laughs> and so got teased a lot about the hair and, you know, and then turned into like full fledged beard and people thought I was a lot older. Like when I was in high school, people thought I was a lot older than I was. And they would tease me like, Hey, why don't you go buy some beer for us or something like that, you know, or whatever. <laughs> I'm like, dude, I'm younger than you. <laughs> That's a shame, man. That should have been something that was like cool, you know, like you were like more manly. You had the mustache, you had the beard. Like, I know I would have been jealous. That's probably why they tease you because they were jealous about it. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I'm, maybe if I was better at shaving, you know, and I had like a really cool looking beard or something, and maybe it would have been different. But but it was just usually not that cool looking anyway. <laughs> yeah, I remember those early days, like man wanting that facial hair to be real manly and whatever else and it definitely wasn't so that's that's hilarious sue did you uh were you interested in the boys that started getting facial hair and things like that oh i had facial hair oh wait (laughs) 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 i did i'm not kidding i had the sophia loren mustache um no i didn't care about that it was kind of gross to me was it yeah Mm -hmm. yeah it is gross when it's early because like they really try and that that hair is like it's not it's not meant to be no it's <laughs> like, like purple mustache or something yeah exactly <laughs> yeah it's kind of gross it's like patchy and stuff it doesn't all patchy right 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 or too or soft you wispy. know it's like it's wispy yeah yeah wispy yeah <laughs> oh yeah that's uh, my supervisor's 33 years old and he can't grow like facial hair and he's got this like tiny little hairs on his chin and it's just like oh. it's terrible yeah, bro yeah let like, it go don't yeah, it's just like oh man i'm gonna buy the kids some razors for christmas because it just <laughs> it should not yeah that's a a little hint present that's hilarious Right. So back right. to the back to the acne. Yeah, I, I definitely had acne, and I had like some of like um, prescription like type stuff that I could do. I remember I had this. It was almost like a glue stick. There was like a ball at the end, and then the medicine was like in it, and I would just like rub it all over my face and like a roll. Um, it was hard. Yeah, like a roll on. It was interesting, but was it, it really helped. Huh. Wow. Did it smell like yeah. alcohol or anything? Or it seemed like I remember it kind of burning. I just <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I don't remember the smell as much, um, but I was going to ask you guys. So this is maybe gross, but I actually like found it satisfying to like take care of those zits and pimples, like to pop them or whatever, because <laughs> it was just like so gross to have them. And I like had to get rid of them. So is that not you guys? There's a whole cult following on that. It's the pimple there popper is. show. Yes, you are 100% right. It grosses me out. <laughs> I can't. I don't want to watch it. <laughs> 
No, I don't want to watch it. it at all. I it just for me to get it off my face, like like yeah, to take care to of it, it was like it was like oh yeah, I really uh, and I don't know if I like liked it is the right word. It was just like satisfying. I don't know if that's the right word even for it. But so you guys weren't into that. It wasn't like a if relief. It popped, you know, if it started to, then yeah, I wanted to get it all out and like that feeling of oh, there's a little more to get out, like squeeze out of there. <laughs> Yeah, was sort of a good feeling like yes get it up get it all out of there i don't want to have to deal with this anymore you know yeah it's the whole <laughs> yeah get rid of the rudolph nose you know john like you were talking about before you know and that what was it liar liar where he was like gonna burst he's like i want to pop it like that's that's how i was what's it gonna what's it gonna be mr reed a pop mark eventually <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> awesome. like and there's there's no possible way that as kids we were actually you know, doing that the right way or whatever. Because, you know, you're supposed to take care of it a certain way and all this and that. But, like, you know, Sue mentioned there's the Dr. Pimple Popper and all that, and it's just it's a huge following. People actually love that stuff. And I can't... Like, there are videos that have come across my feed or whatever that would be, like, the women that love to pop their, <laughs> their husband's pimples and stuff like that. And, like... Oh, yeah. Bro. Like, I'm almost, I'm almost dry heating over here. That's how disgusting I find that kind of stuff. <laughs> yeah. Like, I cannot... No, I can no longer finish my sandwich. I'm going to let you know that. Cause... Oh, sorry. It's the <laughs> <laughs> It's hilarious. Yeah, yeah. No, it is gross. I'm sorry. We might have to cut some of that or all of it. Or <laughs> no, don't cut it. It's fine. But it's, yeah, I find it gross. So, yeah, no, it's funny. What about, did you guys remember when you realized, oh man, I'm starting to put out the BO stank, you know, like realizing <laughs> you're older and not smelling so fresh? I remember not so much for that, maybe not the not smelling fresh part, but like the just general hygiene part to where I got into an argument because contrary to what you see right now, I used to have a great head of hair. And uh, <laughs> there's a picture of you and me and my hair is awkwardly parted down the middle with a mushroom cut. Um, yes. But like, I don't ever remember washing my hair as a kid, but my hair always stayed in place, which means it was probably just greasy. And so... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so, like, I, I got into an argument with somebody because they were like, you use hairspray or gel or something like that. And I'm like, I don't ever use that and stuff. And, and it just turned into this little argument at school. I'm like, not that that matters for anything. But, yeah, that's probably should have paid more attention to that <laughs> growing up. I said, it's just like natural mousse, that grease. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. That's nasty. Yeah. Do you remember when you first started showering, like, on your own? I don't mean by yourself. I just mean when you started, like, choosing to take a shower. Not have your parents say, hey, you need to shower. Yeah, totally. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, I remember for sure there was a point where I'm like, I got to shower more often. Like, I knew there was times when I was like, I needed to shower like every day now. Because it's just like, or when a deodorant ran out and being like, oh, gosh, being really self-conscious. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, yeah. uh, what am I going to do? Because I know I'm going to start stinking. And I also remember when other people around me, you know, like in that awkward stage where you, they hadn't quite learned to shower every day yet. Not just necessarily even every day, but just, just enough, whatever that is. Having to sit next to somebody that you could tell was like, oh, gosh, this person doesn't shower enough, you know, and be like, oh, it's just uncomfortable, man. Yeah, I remember. Well, I don't remember specifically, but I think. I think it was like, man, is mom making tacos again? And then realizing, no, that's that's me. <laughs> what was what was dad's magic word for smelling bad? You remember? I can't remember. I didn't know he had it one. I never rife. smelled bad. 
He always yeah. said ripe. That was his word for like smelling <laughs> not so not so fresh. Yeah, I forgot about yeah, that. I remember getting told I was smelling ripe a time or two. So <laughs> that's funny. Yeah, Sue, do you remember when you shaving like armpits and legs? Was that like any, any you know funny stories there? Anything you realized? Just just that I shaved for a short time. It makes your hair legs so prickly. And then I was introduced to the epilady. And ever since then, that's like all I use. And I remember it hurt so bad when I first started doing it that I would have mom or, or Lynette sit on me and do my legs because I would oh, kick it storm. Like, so they, but then it was oh, like man. smooth for a week, you know? And they How never old were you? So, I was probably 14. Oh, wow. 13 or wow. 14. And I was, yeah, yeah. And I've been doing it ever since. I'm like their biggest fan. All right. So if the listener isn't aware what the epilady is, Sue. Can you explain to us like what that is? Oh, yeah. It's an appliance that you plug in and it has like a coil, a spring that moves around in circles and it like yanks your hair. It like tangles your hairs and pulls them out. <laughs> so it pulls yes. them out like by the follicles. You have like little balls on the end of all the hair that comes out of it. And then when you're, or the hair grows back, it's so soft. It's amazing. Yeah. Everybody yeah. should do it. Yeah. And it's crazy because I remember when like you guys started doing that and you could you could touch the springs and it wouldn't like it felt smooth and it didn't do anything. But yeah, yeah the moment it touched hair, it just and just yanked it out. Ben, do you remember? I feel like we got dared to do that. Yeah. Yeah. Two. I do remember. Maybe We'd even like, our arm hair. Try it on our knee or something. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I do remember what it felt like and it, it did uh, sting like you would think. <laughs> but just at first, then it's, then it's amazing. Were you, like like, a massage. were you guys like uh, when you were in high school, did they allow you to have facial hair or no? I like, think they we could. Anything I don't remember it not being think. a problem. Yeah. Like I know at Columbia we could, but like when I moved down here, you can have like a beard and all that. Wow. Even, like, I had like one day of school left in my senior year and they made me shave. Yeah. No way. Yeah. I was pulled out of my economics class to go shave. No I was way. so furious. I was like, you gotta be kidding me. I had to but, shave yeah. at BYU, but you know, in college, but not in high school. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, they didn't let us That's kind of hair was a no go. Huh. That's a shame. That's pretty dumb. Yeah, it is. I concur. <laughs> <laughs> what about socially? How about, I don't know, how confident you were at different ages, like starting with dating and crushes and stuff like that? What was it like for you guys? <laughs> <laughs> Just start laughing. Um, uh, See, what does that what? laugh mean? I It means like I had zero confidence and I didn't know it, if that makes any sense. I, I was probably the most nerdy dork and had no idea because it was just so fun. Like loving on boys was like my favorite hobby from nine until now. Yeah, until now. So Sue, like, were you insecure though? Or just like, you didn't have like this confidence, like I would go do it, but you were like, just carefree and didn't care. I'm trying to understand. I was an airhead and had no idea how idiotic I came across. Yeah, no, I had so much fun. And I would do the list and I would like rate boys, you know, everywhere I went, I was rating boys on a scale of one to 10 and, you know, swapping with my friends. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. That's hilarious. Yeah. What about you, John? I feel like growing up, I was very confident with the ladies. And nice. nice. Yeah. I think that maybe more than I should have been because I remember a few times, <laughs> like, couple, like my first, the first girl I ever dated actually lived right around the corner from you guys. And, I feel like there was one time when Sue was actually watching me and, and my sister, like when my parents were out of the country or something like that, and Sue was in charge of us, and I snuck over there or something like that. But yeah, she lived right around the corner. 
Um, I feel like, though, there was one time when I my first job that I got, guys, was at the Maple Movie Theater, right? And mm-hmm. yeah, even at that young age, I, I didn't have it all put together or whatever, but I put together like a triple date for me and my two friends that I had with nice. my girlfriend and these two other girls. And like, it was a disaster, but like, <laughs> um, but it was cool. Like, I, like I went through, I planned everything and, you know, what to eat, what they liked, what they didn't like, you know, I asked them all that kind of stuff. And, you know, to save the day came my brother, Jeff. He actually saved the date by cooking for us. Nice. And, um, yeah, no, it was it was awesome. And like he gave us money to take them down to the Pink Flamingo in Maplewood, the the yogurt shop. Nice. And, and uh, no, he really came through. But like I always felt like being a romantic dude was my thing. I really did. Yeah, John, <laughs> I got to tell you, honestly, like I really did. And I don't know how good of a judge I was, but I definitely thought you were like, yeah, you were romantic, man. You And you were into like being romantic and and yeah it was really cool i admired that about you and yeah you were pretty confident with the ladies that's awesome yeah well says now that i'm divorced but you know whatever well (laughs) good man yeah i'm not gonna lie my proposal was the bomb but okay i was really awkward and shy that way until like my late teens probably you know i was not dating i the most crushing I probably did was, was like flipping through the middle school yearbooks, <laughs> just like, and that was cute, you know, or whatever. But, but no, I I was uh, very very shy early on for sure, definitely. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Sue was talking before the show about that girls definitely more into crushes than boys, and I don't know what you guys think. I definitely feel like I had like a crush per year in my elementary school, like growing up. And then, you know, it just continued. But I, yeah, my confidence level was, it was medium, I think, in the early years. And then by teenage years, I was more confident. It was a good time. I think it's funny that you asked, what do you guys think? I had a crush a year and I just finished telling you that we had like 10 everywhere I went. Not just me, all of my friends. You just sealed it. Like totally yeah, girls were yeah. more into boys. And, you know, another evidence, like anytime we went to youth activities at the church, the girls were sitting around talking about getting married in the bathroom like writing with lipstick on the mirror and the boys are playing basketball or dodgeball and they don't even notice <laughs> that we're there you guys remember that is that not how it was in your yeah. generation well we noticed we were <laughs> trying to play basketball well for you guys that was the point that's right that's it. right yeah <laughs> but like i also remember like i feel like mine started a lot earlier though because you know they told you know, don't date till you're 16 or whatever but like i, re- I swear i remember you one time i was crushing hard on a girl and Short Hills, and I'm not going to name names. Dave, I think you might remember who, but <laughs> you remember I in do. primary. You remember in primary there was that like mailbox where you can get mail. Like there was like a mailbox where we get mail yes. from other people and stuff. I put a yes, a, a crush like love letter to this person in there, and so I knew she I knew she was going to get it, and then and then I had Dave for like write me something so it looked like you know. You know, like I was cool that I got a letter too, and and this and that. And as soon as we got this letter, you know, primary was over, whatever, and I jetted out of there because I didn't want to see any kind of result. But I actually remember yeah. writing that at your house. Um, yeah, man, I remember that too. Yeah, I'm not sure if you remember <laughs> who that was, but I do. I'm I'm, I'm like ninety nine percent sure. I can double check after the show. <laughs> yeah. I could just cut it out. We'll cut it out. But it was uh, Cherry, right? Emily. Wasn't it Cherry uh, Allen? Emily Allen. 
Emily <laughs> Allen. Okay, I knew it was the Allen girl. Carrie was like my age. Yeah. Don't okay, cut I just that out. Mixed up. Don't, oh, no, don't edit that out. Edit that out. Small world, but she actually ended up living like a couple towns over from where I'm at right now. And she lived seriously? like uh, 20 minutes from here. Guys, seriously, how fun would that be to be randomly listening to a podcast of a, you know, somebody you knew when you were a kid and hear that they crushed on you? That would be like the coolest thing, wouldn't it? You'll make I don't know. Day. I got a question for <laughs> about- Sue. Sue, like, what is the age range that you would crush on? Would you ever crush on a, on a boy that was a little younger than you? Would you crush uh-huh. on boys your own yeah. age or was it only like boys that were older than you? Yes, yes, and yes. <laughs> there yes, was no age limit. It's like a cute boy is a cute boy. No, I, I'm telling you, like, and it wasn't just me. I might sound like I was totally like a, I wasn't. I was like just my like my friends. We were all the same. A boy walked in the room and we were all like, oh, you know, who's gonna sit by him and who's gonna get him to smile at her and who's gonna, yeah, it was so fun. <laughs> so, and you know what? We didn't really care whether they liked us or not. It was it was more like the. Like looking and liking and talking and giggling and then actually getting attention from, you know, it was a game. Yeah. Yeah. No, I can see that. That's awesome. Totally. In fact, sometimes that would change the dynamic if they like found out and stuff, right? Like, yeah, yeah. It was like less fun. It was like, yeah, it kind of ruined that, that fun to it for sure. (laughs) Sue, this is really great. Give me like a weird, but awesome insight into Jennifer and Julie, my sisters. (laughs) I feel like. I'm sure it was exactly the same for them. So, yeah, I guarantee it was <laughs> weird. <laughs> All right. What about uh, fashion sense? You guys feel like that's part of that confidence? Did you feel like you uh, knew what you were doing at all that way? Do you remember earlier when I said my hair had a was parted down the middle with a mushroom cut, like the bowl cut? Yeah. No, I yeah. didn't have any of that. That was non existent in my life. You're telling me now that that wasn't cool because I totally did that too, man. Remember? I mean, <laughs> I thought it was cool at the time. I even had. The I think it kind of was. I had the blonde highlights in my hair too. Oh goodness! <laughs> yes. Disaster. Yeah, that's <laughs> awesome. It's funny to look back yeah. on, but and at the time you thought it was cool, and my parents never wanted to let me get the the bowl cut, and finally I saved up my money to do it. Well, I grew up with my dad cutting my hair, man, and it was like. Yep. Torture. Love you, Dad. But you know, hey, it's like it was not awesome. So <laughs> yeah, but like that, and then my clothing was just, you know, oh goodness. It was awful. I remember in seventh grade I had this uh long sleeve, I feel like it was like a space, yeah, t shirt. And it was like had like puffy like fabric to it or whatever that I thought was cool it was from Walmart. And I think that was like one of the shirts that like helped me realize that like I can't let mom pick out my clothes anymore and I got to think about what I'm like wearing. And uh, it, like, that was kind of the age that I started to realize like, okay, I got to think more about what I'm wearing for sure. And, uh, and, and, and kind of grow up a little bit. All it takes is one compliment. And then suddenly like, it's your favorite shirt now. <laughs> right. Know? Yes. Especially if you keep that. So true. Right? So true yeah. for sure. Yes. Oh, that's funny. You guys ever have any bullies or anything like that growing up? I was bullied. I was an un- unintentional bully. Like I thought it was funny to pull people's pants down and stuff like that, but I didn't. Uh, it was only the people I liked. Like I honestly thought it was just funny. And then <laughs> in hindsight, it was like terrible. Yeah, but in hindsight, yeah. like I was such a jerk, and I had no idea. That's what I mean when I say like my brain wasn't developed properly. 
Yeah, so, I would joke and tease like uh, like my friends, and and I, I know I crossed lines unintentionally too. So I understand that. So here's the truth: is growing up, I was a bully. Like I don't know, I, and it's just specifically with one kid. And to this day, I know his name. I remember everything that happened. We got him fight in sixth grade, and we both got suspended for three days. And I still feel awful. Like to this day, like I've tried to look him up. Yeah. And this is your opportunity, John, to publicly apologize. Get that out there to him. Dear James Manzella, because you'll never, ever hear this. I was a jerk. This kid, man. And like everybody picked on him. But for some reason, people, I let people just egg me on to go the extra mile with this kid. And like I said, I mean, I've honestly tried to look him up on Facebook and things like that. And, you know, kind of hope that he was one of those kids where he was picked on. But, you know, it did him good and he became this awesome person. You know, who knows if that happened, but I, I can't find him. And, you know, I wish I could. I really do. And the weird thing is, like, there's other times when I myself was bullied. And maybe not bullied, but, like, really made fun of because, you know, growing up, like, we always had, like, the pay less sneakers, right? The pay less shoes and all that kind of stuff and the fake Reebok pumps. Yep. And everything I got was all handed down to me from my brothers, right? And, like, yep. I remember one time I wrote my parents like a two-page letter saying why I needed these sneakers. They were like Reeboks, but they were like, they were weird looking Reeboks, but they were Reeboks. They were brand name. And Nathaniel Cannon yeah. actually had them. And that's why I knew about them. They're only like 50 bucks. And, you know, I wrote my parents, my parents this two-page letter why it would be more beneficial in my life to have Reebok sneakers. And then I remember wearing it in school <laughs> and tried to clown me on them. And then somebody else backed me up. They're like, no, man, those are Reeboks. Check, take a look. And I was like, oh, yeah, I felt awesome. Like, I felt like one of the cool kids for a change. It was a weird time growing up in Maplewood Middle School. It is funny how labels on clothes were so important when we were teenagers. Right. I remember back in my day, Sasson, you guys probably have never heard of them, but Sasson jeans were super popular no, and very expensive. And I, yeah. I remember yeah. begging for them and I got a pair. They looked exactly the same. They had the, the denim pocket that looked like tulips and had the pink, I forget what you call it, but ribbing or whatever that made it look like tulips. And they were Gitano. And I loved them. They were exactly the same. And but they were, you know, obviously cheaper. I didn't care that they weren't name brand, but there was something about having those Sasson jeans, you know, that looked like them. I don't know. Yep. The things we think are important. I didn't get bullied much, really. I think I just kind of flew under the radar <laughs> a lot. But I do remember one class where I, we had it was like home ec class and we had to do like sew a pillow and stuff like that, you know. <laughs> and when you did a certain part of the sewing, you had to like get it approved by the teacher first before you could go to the next step or whatever. And I remember having to stand in line and I don't know why, but especially in that class, like everybody would just like say little snide comments to me again and again and again while we were waiting in line. And one time I just, I kind of snapped. He would just say something to me and then eventually he could turn into physical. You know, he, he kicked my shin or something. And then I can't remember what I did exactly. I shoved him back and then just, you know, like yelled at them and then just went to my desk. And the teacher blew up about that and made everybody stay until like every single person who had participated in picking on me apologized. Wow. And oh people had to go. There was the last period of the day. And everyone was like, come on, man, tell us, just tell if, if I did it, I'm sorry. You know, like, I don't even know if I did you know, like, come on, whoever is not like apologizing, say, because we got to go. Like my mom's going to pick me up. <laughs> and I don't know who the teacher thought 
was another person because I didn't like, I thought everybody apologized that could, and I just didn't know what to say, but she wasn't convinced yet. And so she waited and waited and eventually like everybody just said, sorry, you know, like pretty Dang. much. And so we finally left and I was so amped up though, like leaving out of there, like just emotional and, and I was crying. I probably too. And, and somebody, one kid that I was actually kind of friends with kind of did a prank on me. And like, after I'd opened it, like ran up and shoved my locker and turned it, you know, to, so I'd have to like open it up again. And again, yeah. I was so, so amped that I just grabbed him, lifted him up and slammed against the locker, you know, and just said, leave me alone, you know? And again, yeah. the teacher had come out of the hallway and was like, had to break up our fight. It was that same teacher. And the same teacher. That was like the, the closest I had to a fight. But back in middle school, there were lots of fights. I mean, people were like always oh, chanting, yeah. like after school, behind the library, you know, fight, yep. fight, fight, uh-huh. fight, fight. I don't know what it was the deal. And I remember the very first day we went to middle school. Actually, it was the last day of fifth grade. They let us go, like, see the middle school, like, just to check it out kind of thing. And we got a little tour of the middle school. And then we went into the auditorium and they talked to us. And in the auditorium, some kids just snuck in by the, the uh, stage side and was like, ha wedgie, we're going to get you guys or something like that. And then, and then ran off, you know. And so our, my first day of middle school like a bunch of us all like clustered together as a group walking to the school <laughs> like because we were all scared of these older kids uh giving us wedgies or something you know and i remember we got there and there was a kid hanging from the tree you remember that tree that's like right by the corner he's hanging that's kind of like because it's sort of a slope you know yeah. and so they they put they hung him by his underwear up on the, one of the branches Oh my god! Oh, it, oh, it was horrible, you know. Oh. And I remember there were like certain bathrooms that, like, you just didn't feel safe to go in the bathroom to, like, because people just were either doing drugs. That was in high school; it was more drugs, I think, you know. But in middle school, it was a lot of bullying, man. I don't know. Maybe it was just my year, but it, I saw a lot of it going on. I didn't hit the brunt of it most of the time, you know. Like I said, most of the time I just slid under the radar, but there was a lot of people just had to prove themselves, you know, like they got offended by something somebody said and it turned into like from one to 11, you know, like their intensity, just huge, like egos getting hurt, you know, (laughs) and in high school, I didn't really see that much. I remember making those pillows in home ec. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I remember that too. Yeah. And then... (laughs) High school was never a problem for me because of my brothers having a, we'll just call it a reputation. So like Matt and Jeff going to Columbia and me following people knew who I was already. Probably not a great thing, but I loved them for that. I really did. I never got messed with in high school, ever. It's awesome. It's awesome. Yeah, yeah I don't think I had any, like, I never got a wedgie or anything like that. Uh, but definitely just some jerk kids, you know, like just little <laughs> things that, would, you know, they'd mess with you. But, but not too, too bad, thankfully. But, you know, there were like the groups, right? There was like bullies. There were the popular kids, the rebels, the jocks, the nerds, you know, kind of like the Ferris Bueller quote, like, you know, <laughs> oh, he's very popular, Ed. The sportos, motorheads, geeks, floods, restoids, dweebies, they all adore him. They think he's a righteous dude. But yeah, so did you guys fall into any of those groups at all? That's my favorite line in the whole movie. I love her. Oh I love gosh. it, dude. She's so good. But yeah, did you identify with a group necessarily or? I didn't. So, like, I wanted to play soccer for Columbia, but 
I wasn't allowed to because I always played on Sunday. That was their away mm-hmm. game day, so I never really got into sports. I tried wrestling once, and the coach called his girls, so I left. I wasn't having any part of that. And then um, no. I was more of the, like, and, and it's weird because I guess, like, I've been this way my whole life. I just need a couple people, a couple friends in my life, and I was good, you know? I didn't really need much, and that's still the way I am right now. Like, I don't have, I don't care about big social clicks or anything like that. I got the people I need, and that's it. That's kind of stuck with that's me cool. all through school. So, yeah. Yeah, you played Ultimate, didn't you, too? Ultimate oh, yeah, no? that I did, man. I freaking love that. You know, Columbia High School was credited for starting Ultimate. Like, they're the ones that came up with it or whatever. And I did play. I played with Columbia's team for that. And then we went on a few different trips. We went to, like, Amherst, some Massachusetts, and played in some tournaments and stuff like that. And we hosted some tournaments. And then, like, every Friday and Saturday night, we play in the parking lot down right next to the, you know, the parking lot where all the kids parked for high school and played at night in that parking lot. That was pretty cool. I do miss that. That was, that was awesome. I did like that part of uh, school. Yeah, so I didn't do anything extracurricular. I thought that the amount of time that I was in school was the max amount of time that I could possibly do for some reason. But I, uh, I had fun outside of school. I remember doing, you know, I got my rollerblades. And, uh, you know, snowboarding and mountain biking. And that was a good time in, in Colorado Springs for sure. But I was like, I don't know. I felt like I was kind of popular at church and a nerd at school or something. I had almost split personalities. Did you get good grades in school? Mm, I got good <laughs> enough grades. I uh, I did the the minimum that I needed to do to, to get like B's and A's. So I was like decent. Um, huh. But I definitely, I could have done a lot better than I did. I did uh, not apply myself. I would definitely do school over again differently if I could go back. Yeah, I probably. Do you guys feel like that? Yeah, hundred yeah. mm-hmm. percent. Yeah, knowing what I know now, yes, absolutely. But like, and like, just the school part, or like what, or everything? No, pretty everything. much everything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> like for me, part of the issue for me in school was I moved away from Columbia halfway through my junior year of high school. Yeah, which was tough. a little tough. And you you all know the demographics of Columbia, right? Maplewood and South Orange. Mm-hmm. And I've said this yep. on the podcast before, but moving here, it was such a culture shock. Like they got programs here where you can raise cows and stuff. You know, the FFA and it's, they literally had cow yeah. programs to how to how to raise a cow. And it was like and then the school I went to was nothing but rich kids. Sixteen year olds that had their own cars and stuff like that. I'm like, what is going on? Yeah. School wasn't really great for me. I, like I did what I needed to do. But I was more focused on girls and stuff like that. Like, you know, specifically one girl that I was with. And, you know, we got into a lot of trouble. I mean, her in, you know, <clears throat> detention left and right and things like that. But, like, I would go back and do high school again, for sure, knowing what I know now. I graduated only because I went to summer school my senior year. And I barely made it out of that one class <laughs> that I had to take for summer school. And, like, yeah, <laughs> like I didn't even go to my graduation. I skipped my graduation. That's how much I didn't want to be there. I actually went to like, I forget what it was called. It was some church event up in New Jersey. I went instead to that instead of my graduation. And I oh, still don't regret it. I, you know, having to go bend to other kids' graduations that I know, I'm like, I missed nothing. So I do not mind. <laughs> yeah. What would you do different, Sue? Be nicer to people. Look for the people that are alone and be their friend. <clears throat> I just, I was oblivious to things around me. I just did. I was just having fun. And I didn't think of, you know, how it was affecting other people. So I would treat people differently. And as far as school... I would have taken it seriously and gotten college classes done. I was in like AP classes and got to my senior year. And then I took typing in another Spanish class and got out at lunchtime <laughs> so I could go to work at the car wash. 
Like, where's a brain there? You know? But right. we were, did you guys feel like we were raised to go to school? Maybe it was different for you, but for us, it was like we were raised to be wives and moms. Like, that was our goal is to get married and have kids. And so college was not even in my, I don't even know if I knew how to spell it. <laughs> so, yeah, <laughs> totally different. No, yeah, school was important. I remember dad like wanting me not to get a part time job so I could focus on school, but I wanted to get money. So I, I worked at Baskin Robbins. That was my first job. And then I did summer jobs and stuff too. And, but yeah, school was pushed as important. I remember. Ben, do you remember that? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, for me, it was like, because I was going through a lot of chronic pain. And so it was like, yeah just get through this man like i don't know i mean it definitely like i knew school was important but it was like i missed so many days of school that it was always like trying to catch up and my senior year was like much much better relatively speaking as far as pain was concerned and so that was like the one year that i had like pretty good grades you know and i could point it to college and be like look this is what i can do when my health is better and that was the only shot I really had because otherwise it was not, it was not good. I mean, I was getting, you know, D's and stuff, you know, just barely getting by on classes just because I would have like, you know, do well in my math class or something, you know, getting like an A, 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 F, 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 A, A, F, 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 you know, and so, and so I ended up getting like a C in the class, you know, but when it came to things like Spanish or something like that, if I wasn't there, I didn't learn it, you know, I wasn't like studying at home or anything. Uh, I had too many other stuff I had to kind of catch up on and stuff. So for me, no, like school was supposed to be important, I knew in my mind, but it was just like keeping my head above water, you know? Yeah, I remember that. You did good with what you could, man, for sure. And then you got into BYU, which was awesome, so. Hey, thanks so much for listening to part one of this episode. Stay tuned for more fun in part two.